This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week, my Wednesday edition. Today with me, I've got a special guest. It's uh, it's Ben Leonard. Ben, how's it going, pal? You all right? Yeah, good, mate. Thank you. Been looking forward to this uh, ever since Stevie got in touch and said, will you do one? So, yeah. uh, Did you listen to the one with his sister? It's actually quite a heartwarming story, that one, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was good, mate. Yeah, I texted him after saying, yeah, it was was really good. And, uh, yeah, I think that's why I wanted to, to get on and tell my story as well. Well, let's do it. So let's uh, let let's uh, you know let's start where we normally start. Let's go back to the start. You know why Wednesday, when Wednesday, all the rest of it. Let's get let's get right into it. Yeah, it's a bit cliche, like, but yeah, it's my old man. Um, he back in '91. He obviously he was a big Wednesday fan, and he took me to to Wembley um, when 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 we beat United, Man United, and uh, and Sheridan scored. I was well, I'm 38 now. So what were I then? About seven. Um, and yeah, I can just remember being in the old Wembley and I can remember like the seats, they didn't have backs on them. And I used, I was stood up on the seats and my old man says that I were asleep for most of the game, even when, uh, when Sheridan scored. But I can remember, and I think that's like my first football memory, looking over my left shoulder and seeing Pearson lift the cup. Um, and that's something that stuck with me. Uh, so yeah, that was my... How I got into Wednesday, and uh, then then from there it's just been uh, yeah. Like it's it's been a soap there. soap opera going downhill since there, hasn't it? Well, there's a lot of yeah. uh, there's a lot of dads across South Yorkshire that are responsible for a lot of sad middle aged men now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's spot on. It is. It, it is. Yeah. Um, obviously, after that, we had a bit of success in uh, the couple of years to to, to follow. And then, uh, yeah, it did start to go downhill pretty rapidly. Uh, but there's so, been a few highlights along the way. Well, let's talk about them then. So after after that day at Wembley, which I must admit ain't ain't the worst indoctrination I've ever heard. To be fair, like that's not too shabby, is it? That's not not a bad start. 
And then, uh, so what was it? Did you say, Dad, thought that was great. I want to go every week if I can. Yeah, it were, yeah. Um, uh, my parents split when I was younger, actually. And then, like, I think it was every when I went over to my dad's at weekend, he always made the effort to take me and we, we kept going. I had a season ticket on the cop for a few years. Um, and I remember one of the games, like, sometimes I used to, my old man used to, like, want to get off to Mr. Traffic. I remember nagging him one game, saying, no, Dad, we're staying. And I think we played... I think it were Arsenal at home and Lee Briscoe, Lee Briscoe scored in the last minute with like a, a bit of an audacious chip in front of the cop like, and I think we won it. Like a cross yeah. shot thing. Yeah, it? cross shot thing into the top corner. Um, and yeah, then I was just like nagging him every week. He used to take me to the ground early to get autographs and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it just sort of spiralled out of control my love for the club from, from then on. Um, and then I don't know. I'm I'm sure that there's a few other lads that I know uh, on Twitter and stuff that that did this when they were younger. But I, the North Stand as it is now, it used to be on a Saturday morning before the games. Used to go and be able to play football. I don't know if you remember Steve Adams Addo used to work for the club. Who was sadly not with us no more. But they they used to do like football Saturday morning football camps under the North Stand and where you just play a bit of five a side, you know, with the green indoor balls and that, and uh, did that, and then yeah go and watch the game after it were yeah it was good i actually didn't know that because my my season ticket was on the cop uh, yeah. from like the the early to the to the late 90s yeah. like and i had no i've agreed for 10 years yeah. and i had no idea that like, when well, i so, yeah, about that. So, so what the ticket office is now not a ticket office and uh and things now Maybe that used so. to be a, a sports hall um right. and yeah they just they, they used to be Bit like football in the community that Marcus Bramall and that run now, but it it was like football sessions in in there on a Saturday morning, um, and and yeah, and then I think it must have been early to middle, yeah, but no, actually it's probably towards the end of the night they turned that into the actual ticket office um, and, mm-hmm. and mega store that you that you see that, that's there now, but yeah, it did used to be a bit of a sports hall and like that. Because I used to, I think I still call the mega store the owl shop. I, yeah. I think I still, I think yeah. I still refer it to it as that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that, so, changed a bit. that changed a bit. I remember going in the owl, that owl shop, and there used to be stairs upstairs to it, and that. But yeah. That's all disappeared, and that now. Yeah, I used to have a mezzanine with uh, with yeah. even more overpriced tat that we all wanted to buy, that we all needed yeah. to get. I remember every there was a big yeah. clamor for the. Uh, as I just started the comp, there was a big clamor for those pin badges that used to get. You know, yeah. the, I think they had Hearst, Sheridan, and Waddle. Yeah. That's and. It. Uh, and then you had a guy that was just generic Sheffield Wednesday. And I bought him because I didn't want to plant me flag in one player. And yeah. uh, and I got teased because I bought what they referred to as cheapo man because he was a pound cheaper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I needed, a, I needed a better paying paper round to pay for my tat. So moving forward then, um, what, let, let, let's get let's get into your teenage years. So we're talking like, yeah. you know, mid, uh, mid-90s now at, the, at this point. Yeah. So, you know, at this point, I want to know your favourite players. And normally at this point, I ask for favourite players outside mm. of those three in her Sheridan and Waddle. I mean, who were the ones yeah. that caught, you eye, caught your eye? Well, I, they were obviously them. Like, I like Palmer, Colin Palmer. He was one of, one of mine, but he was a bit further back, I suppose. And then, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, it came and then it were a bit... I used to like Emerson Tome. I thought he was like, yes. he was a bit of a legend. What a, like a, a, a man mountain he were. And I was gutted when he went to Chelsea. Um, he, he was one that stood out for me. Uh, yeah, I, I'd probably say him. Yeah, and I think, oh God, was he in the team? 
Well, man, I remember he took me and a few mates to Wolves away when I think Pressman scored that penalty and we won. Did we? Did we? Yeah, we won on penalties away. Uh, was that? No, didn't we? Didn't we? Didn't we draw? Or was that? Was it? Didn't we draw that Perhaps. one? Can't remember. Pressman scored and, and, that worldy penalty away. Yeah, I think I think we lost that one. I was I tell you where I was. I remember watching that penalty shootout in uh, Harvey's nightclub in Rotherham. There was a bit where you could hire out the nightclub, and I think everybody had their like thirteenth, fourteenth birthday there for like. Yeah. You know, and there was one every week, and it was like a midweek game. And I watched Kevin Pressman score score this guy. I thought, I think it was Chris Waddle missed that day as well. But yeah. you know, that could have been another penalty shooter. I can't remember. They, they all seem yeah. to go into one after a while. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so okay, so yeah, Emerson Tome, a player yeah. that uh, you know we actually got actual money for. Which, uh, yeah. which did, you know, when, when you look back and you think, God, we actually sold a player for actual money. I could probably name, you know, Tome. Um. Joao, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm struggling. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah, you're, you're right. We've never well, uh, we've we've never been a selling club, and uh, and no. uh, definitely under the current owner, he uh, yeah, he don't like to sell at all either. So, but listen, we, we we've had, there's, there's been some real good players come come and go um, uh, from Hillsborough, but yeah, uh, selling wise, we, we we haven't really we haven't brought much revenue into the club for <laughs> that way, unfortunately. And, and we wonder why we're skint. Yeah, so, right. so anyway, let's let's get into the teenage years. So this is when the away days start creeping in. Yeah. Like, like for example, there was you know there was one day where I got back late on a Saturday. My dad went, "Where the bloody hell you been?" I went, "Watford." He went, <laughs> "What?" And, 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 and it turned out I'd left. I'd just gone to Watford for a day. I didn't think twice about it. I went on what was called the Intercity Owl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, got yeah. a coach, got to Watford, drew one all, came back, yeah. Mark Kennedy scored, and Nicholas Alexanderson came back and had a day out. You know what I mean? And my dad yeah. went, How have you gone? What? Watford? I went, Yeah, what a Watford like. What? Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> you know I used to save your dinner money. Tell my mother, yeah. yeah, what am I doing? Save the 250 a day that she gave me. And I used to, yeah, pay for the Intercity Alta. I remember going with my mates to Aston Villa away on a, I think, Remember where F. Anakoku scored in the League Cup yeah. one game, and we'd sit. I remember going on the City Hall to that and getting back real late. Yeah, they. Uh, in fact, I remember, I remember that game quite well. I was I was there for that one. I think it was two all. Um, yeah, and it was about two thousand one and yeah. uh, two thousand two, something like that. And I got I I had this little tiny Fiesta. And I got lost. It was the first time I'd ever been on Spaghetti Junction around Birmingham. Yeah, and I yeah. just absolutely got Lovely. bloody lost everywhere. I didn't know where I was going or what I was doing. I should have been driving around there. I was, I was early 20s as it was. So you must have some uh, You must have some big stories from the away days, Lenny. You must have, yeah, uh, uh, must have some good ones I think to tell. What, one of my funny, funniest and, uh, well, uh, again, uh, memories of away days, when, we went, when, we, when it was Cardiff in the final, and uh, I got like obviously a few different mates. Some couldn't go down until the day, um, and whereas me and a, a, another another mate says, "Now stuff this, we're getting on it. We're getting down there early doors." We went on the Friday. We got no hotel, no nothing booked, but that um, before the game. Anyway, we slept in his van in a car park. Brilliant. In Western Supermare, went out in Western Supermare. Uh, but that's where I think a few other Wednesday nights met. A uh, few other Wednesday nights met up before, and we had a few beers there. And obviously, we gets up in the morning at his van. We're like, no shower. We went to the swimming baths at Western Supermare. Jumped in the shower in the swimming baths. Got kicked out of there and ready. Went straight to Cardiff. <laughs> got a lot of white lightning, and uh, yeah, we we 
we were on it ready and, and what a day that were. I, I genuinely love that you literally were halfway there. Whoa, Western Supermare. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, there's, there's a song in it there somewhere. Yeah. If I, you know, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed we've sang that somewhere like 18 years later. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd have been a good song for the day. So you, you literally went into a leisure centre to get yourself a shower. That and it. Yeah, yeah, a leisure centre. We we needed a shower before the game uh, and and to get ready. We we well we were tight back then and we didn't want to uh, didn't want to pay for an hotel. We wanted to save all our money for ale and stuff on the weekend. And uh, yeah, jumped in the shower. I think it's just what we were doing, and they came in like and, and says, "Come on, lads, you need to get yourself out." But we we were all sort of by then, and yeah, <laughs> to the ground. It was good. Yeah. Knowing my luck, I'd have been the geezer that that, that still needed a shower by the time everybody got kicked out, and then I'd be the one stinking for the rest of the day. <laughs> but literally, smelled like he slept in a van. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that would no, 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 have been no, me. No. So yeah. I mean, talk talk about Cardiff then. So so you went down there. I mean, I you know that's a uh, walking out into that stadium because it's quite you know like yeah. Wembley's like a, a bowl. It's, yeah, it's kind quite of, steep. Quite, it? yeah. quite steep was yeah. uh, was the Millennium Stadium, and absolutely, mm. I never forget walking out there going, "Jesus, what well, this yeah. is!" Because we took a load of their tickets as well, and because partly yeah, Paul played in blue and white stripes and all, like yeah. there was something special yeah. about that day, weren't there? No, yeah, it was it was mega, and it. it, it Obviously, like Wembley, just recently, it's it's like the it's the the whole weekend and the build up to it, and uh, it, it's that that obviously makes the memories even better, and obviously the result. And I think like it for me, yeah, it was you went into that stadium, it was huge, and then I think like when the information started filtering through that McLean was fit and we got he was on the bench and that and uh just just the noise and and like when when the players come out to warm up and things and it, the atmosphere it, i've been to quite a few football games different teams and stuff and y- yeah you are biased towards wednesday but like that atmosphere at cardiff stands out that atmosphere away at brighton away in the second leg um at, at the playoffs in 2015 and and uh like some of the atmospheres at hillsborough it's unbelievable like the I've been to England games and and stuff, and the the better it's it's a lot better than that when it gets going. I uh, I live in Brighton and I work in hospitality, and I met the uh, I met the bars manager uh, who yeah. was who was in charge back then in in twenty sixteen, and he yeah. says we still tell stories about that day that Sheffield Wednesday came down. Uh, like what, what a weird day that was! Like it it was mad, and there was a massive scramble for tickets, and I had a. I live in London and I had this Aussie lad living with me at the time and uh, he'd never been to a football game. Unfortunately, I've got an, I've got a spare ticket. So his first game, and he's now like a, a, an avid Wednesday fan but lives in Australia, was Brighton away the second leg of the playoff. And he was like, I, I remember I went down with my mate Ash and, uh, and him. And uh, yeah, just seeing it, uh, just seeing him and how we, how we were uh, in amongst the, the, the massive, it were, it, were, it were funny to see. And like he, he's obviously gone back to Australia, and he's got a few of his pals like that are Wednesday fans now. And I like I work in a school in London, and I've got a few of the kids that aren't really attributed to a football team. Now I'm a Wednesday fan, and they walk down the corridors at work and go, oh, "Well, Wednesday, sir, aren't we?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no worries." <laughs> so they can mess about and uh, they, they can do things as long as the uh, as long as they <laughs> their allegiances with us. Uh, <laughs> and, and I, 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 I'm sort of on a, a, a stampede. Anyone that's not really attributed to a club, I'm always like, right, you're a Wednesday fan now and, and stuff, yeah. 
I think yeah. they call that child abuse now, Lenny. You know yeah. what I mean? I think. But yeah, I mean, do, do you find that being in the South though as well? Like I, I've been in the South a number of years. After I left Hallam, I went down to a uh, to a station down in uh, down in Southampton. Not you know, not long after Cardiff. Yeah. And um, and I find that that's my thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like when you introduce yourself as a Sheffield Wednesday fan, they kind of look yeah. at you as if to go. Oh, so you're you're a proper football fan? Then. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, they they do, and it's like it, it it's amazing just how many Wednesday fans crop up in unusual places. Mm. And again, like fortunate enough to sort of see a few different parts of the world. And only recently, I were in Thailand. Uh, when was it? April time. When basically when we started to mess up, I think it were Oxford away. We went over there. Um, my mate lives in India, but we went to Thailand for the weekend. And I said, mate, we've got to find a boozer that's that, that's got a Wednesday match on or something. So gets on Twitter, finds Thailand now. We ends up, cut a long story short, the Friday night, we're in this bar called Witherspoons in Thailand. There must have been 25 of us, Wednesday fans, in, in Pattaya in Thailand watching the match. Um, but yeah, I've been Dubai, Dubai Owls, they've got them. I, I went on holiday with a missus to Lanzarote a few couple of years ago and I said right we're going out and uh, we ended up in that uh, Owl and the Pussycat Lanzarote Owls and there's just there's just Wednesday fan clubs all over the place and I think that that's where obviously the, the name Massive comes from no matter where sort of you go go in the world there's they've heard of Sheffield Wednesday um, and mm -hmm. I know a lot of that probably does come from from the glory years years ago and stuff but yeah, even down London, like the, the London Owls Club and going there, I've been in the Mabel's Tavern a few times when I can't get up to Hillsborough and like it's packed. There's like 60, 60, 70 Wednesday fans on a Tuesday night watching watching the game in a, in a little boozer in London. It's just... Where's yeah, that? Where, cool. where is that? Because I'm, I'm, it's a Mabel's Tavern. Yeah, Mabel's Tavern. So King's, King's Cross Station, you come out of there, you just turn right and you, you go up the road towards Euston. It's about a five minute walk from there, but... If you're ever down and around, yeah, you need to. And, and there's a game on Sky, and you can't get up. Uh, it's normally when uh, midweek, as you, you can get up, but you can't get the train back down at a certain time. So, or going there, and it's always a good atmosphere, and that in there, there's a, there's a good crew going there. Yeah. Oh, I'm up for that. I'm up for that. I, I tell you what, and I find me, I find my accent coming out a lot more That's as well. It. So. You know, when I'm doing this and when I'm working down here, I try to pronounce all of the words as yeah. opposed to all words. Yeah, so, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I could spend a weekend with them lads and uh, and get it all back. So I tell you what, then let's have, let's have some more stories, whether it's away days, home days, stuff like that. Mm. I want to hear so, I want to hear some proper wrong and stories. You know, ones where you've gone shouldn't have done that. Yeah. The, uh, God, there's been uh, well, I think Wembley this year and just. Covent Garden on on the Friday night this year, like it was it, that whole weekend sort of escalated, didn't it? And as soon as we knew we got there, it it were like I am I'm I'm not one to shy away from attention as such as all my mates know and things. But I thought right, we're having this. I went obviously when we when we lost the hull, I just remember the Friday night. I went down, my old man were there, my mom and stuff, um, and the Friday night at Covent Garden then was brilliant. Like our and and all those that were coming down for this for this game, I like you need to get down on the Friday, mate. You need to come down, or yeah, you need to get down early. It's such a such a, a an epic day the day before, um, yeah. and yeah, I'd, the the build up to to that, I've got 
on Amazon, I've got smoke flares coming into school reception and stuff, and I'm smuggling them upstairs <laughs> into my office and unwrapping it off Amazon. And they, they were, I think it's, there were 50 beach balls come, bananas, and then, yeah, these, all these smoke grenades and flares. I thought, right, we're having it um, in Covent Garden. And then uh, then the sort of mass things came about where I just met a few masks for the lads messing around. And it sort of spiralled out of control. I put it on Twitter. Uh, and then people were like messaging me going, oh, can I have some? Can I have some? And can we do them? And I thought, wait. You had a bag full of them, if I remember. Yeah, that was that's, it. Outside yeah. Z. So that's that's exactly it. So uh, hopefully no one from school listens to this, but I think I've run up the bill in the school printing it. <laughs> printing it <laughs> there. But I got hold of, um, I got hold of uh, Shea's triathlon. I thought, right, we'll do something good out of this. And uh, said what we sell we'll sell them for a quid and uh, some beach balls and we'll put the uh, put the money in shares chaff i think it raised about 200 and some quid in the end but yeah we got to uh that were it we got to covent garden i got this backpack on and it had beach balls masks uh, pyro smoke grenades all sorts and uh yeah i think we got all the all the kids coming around and they'd they'd have they'd have a mask. Then they'd seen the pyros and they were like, "Mom, mom, I don't want a mask. I want one of them smoke flares he's got in it." Yeah, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just that that night just got out of hand, didn't it? And it were it were mega. And uh, that there's a picture of me, uh, which is uh, it's going to go up on my living room wall soon when I get it printed out uh, decent. But yeah, I'm stood there with two massive firework things on top of the uh the plant pot and uh someone yeah. at the back of covent gardens took the picture and that i'd not seen it until uh until obviously later on she don't get signal that good dear um, yeah. and i was sitting next to the dunny the chap that come from australia and he put it on his twitter and it obviously it just went mental then um uh it, it blew up yeah so no that was it was just a mega weekend weren't it, it topped off by by the result uh yeah but yeah that 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 it was a good little story. For, obviously, my dad was the reason why I supported Wednesday. Um, and I have, I got the opportunity, obviously, that uh, th- the week before um, Wembley, just to phone him up. And I said, Dad, I've got you a ticket this time. I'm taking you to Wembley. And it Amazing. Was like, yeah, yeah. It was just, it, it was a good feeling. And he was buzzing like he, I don't, I think he couldn't wait to get away from the missus. So he said, I'll stop at your <laughs> two nights as well. So no, it was uh, it's good. He came down and yeah, he uh, he he had a good booze up and things and no, it was just that that night with mega. Um, that, that's that's uh, yeah, that Sunday the day before. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that Sunday night where you were there with the masks and the uh, and the, and the flares and there was like there was grown ass men well in their fifties climbing phone boxes oh. and chanting yeah. and 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 there was something I noticed that I don't, I don't know. I've I, you know I made a video. I made like a collage of videos from from the day and the weekend. And there was like a group of kids at the side of that, uh, you know, that plant pot and then yeah, you have yeah, the yeah. But, and there was like yeah. something to stand on there next to the phone yeah. booth. Right. And there was a group of about like, I want to say about four or five kids who were ranging between about 12 and 14. And all of them looked like, you know, like a disgraced Tory MP <laughs> or like that they're already on the third marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you can tell they've been supporting Wednesday all their life because it had already aged them quite significantly. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, like, like... but like, what I remember one of them had one of your flares on top of that, on top of that, uh, on top of that phone. And, no, and no, he no. kind of got it and he was like, you know I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> they just stood there. Yeah, yeah. 
No, just it was regular. It was just something different shit. every five or ten minutes, weren't it? Someone else had uh, had ten minutes of fame on top of the the phone box and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but yeah, right, yeah. and then the police come and there were no trouble whatsoever. It was just everyone having such a good time, and yeah, they obviously shut the pub and then yeah, like you were like, where are we going to go next? And you'd just hear a song break out further down the road on the left or something. We're like, right, we'll have a bit here, go there, and yeah, no, it was it, it was mega, and then. It was it was funny going to the game the next day actually because I, I, I for somehow I was then remembered as mask man like oh, have you got any more masks have you got any more flares <laughs> working down Wembley Way and stuff. Um, a funny story was but we started handing them out in the end what we had left, and we saw this group of Barnsley fans these old boys to be fair um, and uh, I goes up to with me and a few of my mates we've got the masks and he says here lads have a picture get these on and they didn't really know what it were but they were in full Barnsley kits but with Bannon. Byers and uh, I can't remember who it was. Gregory Mass uh, over the face. That Lee Gregory one was terrifying because it was him screaming, but with his with his mask on. <laughs> yeah, no, it was yeah, it was good. Yeah, uh, we had a well, well, the Friday night. I got our lap, I got the missus making them, um, and yeah, I think we ended up with about ninety masks in the end. So no, it was good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely amazing. So you know. <laughs> You've t- taken that bike down of the Nags Head in Covent Garden and just yeah. and you were just catering for the entire group of people that were there. That were it. Listen, we're there for a good time, not a long time. All them that know me, it's, it's one of my famous sayings. And God, there were beach balls going all over. It were just once we were a few few beers deep and that it was, yeah, just such a good atmosphere. It's people you've not seen for ages and that. But that's that's what Wednesday does to you, and like they say, it's like one big family, and it, it is, it's massive, and uh, yeah, that that night at Covent Garden, it, it, it was special, um, and yeah, just everything that everything about it and that come with it, and then obviously the result and stuff the next day, it was what it's going to be one of the best weekends of our lives forever. Well, best couple of weeks. I'll tell you what, there's there's two bits that black out for me, and it's uh, late on that Sunday for obvious reasons. Yeah. And the actual game itself, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't really yeah. remember much of the football. Like, I was listening yeah. to the highlights we, going, I don't remember yeah. any of that. We, we had the, exactly the same. Like, we're watching the game and we're like, it, it didn't seem like a good game whatsoever. And we did, well, it weren't the best of games, but like, I watched it back and I'm thinking, what, we had all these chances? I remember theirs. I remember that yeah. um, Norwood shot where Dawson did was one of the best saves. Mm. I don't think that got enough credit. Like he, it, it were, it were diving behind him. It were in the top corner, and uh, he saved that. But yeah, we had. It looked a lot, but we looked like uh, we had a lot more chances on TV than from where I was at. But you, you can't. It's, it's difficult to enjoy it when you're that engrossed in the match. Like, um, and yeah, at the end, I would just wait. wait Peterborough as well, like in uh, and at Wembley at the end of the game. Those that know me know I'm a, I'm a bit leery when it comes to starting songs and stuff like that. And I, I'm pretty old. My uh, well, I, I don't I don't shut up normally all game, but yeah, at the end of the Peterborough game and at the end of the cup fight, I was just sat in me sunk in my chair, just sobbing my eyes out. I ain't cried at hope for a, a long time, and I'm not ashamed to say it. But yeah, it was just there were that much riding on it and. Yeah, it was just such a a massive emotional release of like, yeah, I don't know really what it were, but it were it, it were a mega feeling sort of thing. Um, and yeah, one that if you could bottle it, it'd be worth a lot of money. I, I do you know what? I, I I felt that good 
I actually felt bad for the Barnsley fans yeah. for not being able to share that feeling. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 had a, I had an argument with a geezer the other week um, and talking about comebacks and they're like, well, loads of people have done it. Loads of people have done it. Like Man United did the comeback. Uh, Tottenham did the comeback. Liverpool did it. But what we did, the Peterborough comeback and then to score in the last minute at Wembley, for me, that's two successive games where there's so much riding on each last kick of the game. That's never been done. I can't remember yeah. two games where the last kick of the game has meant so much. Um, and I don't think it's ever going to get done again whilst uh, whilst I'm still around. So, you know, there was there was a lot of um, a lot said after the 4-0 defeat yeah. and, um, and Darren Moore not sleeping and get a psychologist in. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. try and change the mentality of the players and stuff like that, and yeah. I, and I feel like it's that type of thing. Don't get me wrong; I feel like Darren Moore had his had his faults, and we shouldn't have been in oh, the position yeah. to be four 0 down. Don't get me wrong, but no, I feel but... like that element of what he did yeah. to the mentality of those players. I yeah, think we're going to yeah. miss that from him. Oh no, the attention to detail and like that. Yeah, I, I, I actually I was sat behind Stevie at uh, Peterborough away, and he, I just remembered I looked to my left when it was I think it was four 0 and they were. Two or three Wednesday fans scrapping with each other. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's happening here? Uh, and then it, what got me even more is his little daughter would just turn to him and pushed his, pushed her head into his lap, and she was crying her eyes out. And I, I was like, I looked at him and I went, oh man, like what you must be feeling right now. And then I think like any Wednesday fan, I were just like gobsmacked on the night to the to the next day. I were angry. To the Monday, was it? I was like, well, it, this is this is where we are now. And then it, it was funny. I'd come home from, from Peterborough and my, my missus, she was she were like, well, they've still got another game. I'm like, another game? We, you don't understand that we're 4-0 down. And I made the mistake. I was one of them idiots that said, well, if we get through this, I'll have a tattoo. I'll have your name tattooed on my foot. <laughs> oh, anyway, obviously... <laughs> Then it gets so as it as it healed up then or what? It, it's not happened yet, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> but then like the Wednesday come and I've got like if we score early, we've got this, and then like the Thursday coming up on the train, I'm like it's gonna be done. And uh I met my mate Liam um at the train, we got there and we walked past and we got a burger before the game, and the geese are selling the burgers in the thing. Going, you never know, you score early, like I'm from Donny Me, yeah. I'm not a Wednesday fan, but you score early, and we're like yeah, you know what, we are, it's going to happen. And then, as we know, everything that had to happen for that miracle to happen, happened. And uh, um, so, yeah, then I come back home after that and I managed to spin, uh, spin, spin the bet out of it. I said, look, if we win at Wembley, then I'll have uh, your name tattooed on my foot. So we, we won at Wembley and, yeah, she's holding me to it, uh, <laughs> to that. But no, I, what yeah. Can can I make a suggestion that you the only information that you've given her is I'll have your name tattooed on my foot. That's it. Can you do it like Toy Story? You know, like he's got Andy written on the bottom yeah, of his foot. Can have you, you have your missus' name in like yeah. kids kids' <laughs> handwriting it. all across the soul. Yeah, that's it. Well, when it's done, I'll uh, yeah, I'll I'll share a picture of it. But yeah, she's holding <laughs> me to that one. Um, and yeah, I'm a man of my word. It's going to get done. But well, no, I, yeah, I can't yeah, wait yeah. for it. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. for it. So, so there was the there was the Wembley final. It was the Peter come up, but after that yeah. was the Champions League final. Now, uh, you know, as, as you know, Sheffield Wednesday weren't there, but something yeah. happened on that day that I believe that you're involved with, and I and I won't <laughs> be able to let you go without you telling this story. Yeah, uh, 
well, it started actually the week after at the FA Cup final. My mate, um, he, he managed to sort some cup tickets out for the FA Cup final. And says, do you want to come? Like, yeah, no worries. And he says, meet me at the Green Man. So I went up there for beer. He goes, it's packed, packed. Come down here. I'm at the Hilton. And he gets in the Hilton. And uh, I didn't know, but it's where it were like the players and families lounge of, of Man City. And we, we went to the game, but we went back in after. Anyway, obviously all the players start coming in. And uh, my mate knows quite a few of them. And uh, De Bruyne come over and they were talking. They were like, oh, we just bought and stuff. And I said, well, I'm, I'm a Wednesday fan, but actually. And they were like, he started talking about the Peterborough game, which obviously all the world spoke about. And De Bruyne like, oh, it was a good game and that. And I'm like, wow, Kevin De Bruyne's talking about Wednesday. And then night went on. And then somehow well, I managed to get a ticket for the Champions League final. Oh, no, sorry. De Bruyne was saying Leuven's was his mate and stuff. So we got chatting a little bit about Wednesday. And then Scott Carson come over and he started talking about Wednesday. So he sort of obviously associated me with Sheffield Wednesday and we got to the final anyway two rows behind me sat is Glenn Leuven's I'm like no way and I'd I'd ordered my dad a shirt for Wembley that didn't arrive in time and the right. shirt come two days before I went to this Champions League final I thought well I'm taking this I can't ever see Wednesday being in the Champions League final and I can't see myself going again so I'm taking it and I'm, I'm going to get a picture in it then obviously Leuven's is behind us and I says Glenn, any chance of a picture with this? They were like, no problem. And they were like, yeah, stood, posed with a picture, Glenn Leuven's. Uh, and he says, oh, I've come to watch Kevin. Like, my wife and his wife are real good friends. And we're like, all right, no worries. Didn't really think much more of it. Puts that on Twitter then. I put, uh, when, I can't remember, I put a tweet on uh, with, with me and Leuven stood with a shirt. And then my mate had tickets to to, to the after party, players uh, after party, uh, after they'd won it. Anyway, I was obviously high on life and I had plenty of beers and De Bruyne walks over to us and starts chatting again. And he went, oh, it's the Wednesday fan from last week. I'm like, what? He remembered. And then we're like, yeah, I said, look at this picture of me and Glenn earlier with the shirt. And he were like laughing. And my mate, uh, Joel, he's a big Wednesday fan. And... De Bruyne, like, where's the shirt? We'll get it on. We'll, we'll wind Kyle up. So I've got sure. the shirt in my pocket. De Bruyne puts the shirt on, walking around after he's just won the Champions League. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, Kyle Walker obviously is a big blade and saw him and he, he took it really well, actually. It was a good, uh, good bit of banter. Um, but then obviously someone had videoed it, put it on a, uh, a group WhatsApp and it got on Twitter. And we were flying home from Istanbul. So you'd not posted it? That weren't your no. video? Yeah, we'd not, po- I'd not, we'd not posted that or anything. So obviously I lands in Stansted the next morning. And my phone, I, I looked at my phone and it just gone, you know, I've got like messages galore, like missed calls. And then uh, James from uh, the, co- uh, the corporate sec- uh, commercial section down at Wednesday had texted me saying, Joe Cran's been in touch. I've sent him your number, mate. Um, I hope you don't mind. Anyway, next thing, I'm getting a, a message off Joe saying, do you mind telling us your story? I'm like, what's gone off here? And then obviously, I'd, some of the lads had sent this link through or whatever that De Bruyne wears a Wednesday shirt and it had gone viral. Um, and yeah, it was, it just, it, it were crackers, actually. I, I think that I got a, someone from the Daily Mirror rang up and, all sorts after I was like, no, we need to put the lid on this. Like I didn't want much uh, to <laughs> yeah, do with yeah. it. Yeah, but no, it was it was good. So 
Man City won the treble probably when when did it last? Well, one of the massive footballing achievements and half the world are talking about Wednesday again just because the the Man City's best players celebrating in a Wednesday shirt. So I thought, yeah, my job there we're done. I've uh, I've done a, I've done my bit to put the club on the map. <laughs> that is that is absolutely yeah, outstanding. I mean, it, it was. It was a big few weeks for Sheffield Wednesday. Obviously, the biggest comeback in playoff history. Yeah. Last kick of the game, and then all of the, you know, Kevin De Bruyne wearing the shirt, getting yeah. rid of the gaffer. It, yeah. it, you know, we've we, we've done some collar inches, haven't we? <laughs> like, oh, you know what I mean? Off, off. But that that's just the Wednesday way, isn't it? There's all there's ups and downs, and like I said, no one saw. I don't think like what the news that come out the other Monday, and um, as we as we sit and talk here today, we've still not got a we, we've still not got a manager, but. Uh, I think it, I don't think it's far away, um, but yeah, you just you, you, what's going to happen next? Do you know what I mean? What what a sequel uh, this is! This last sort of six eight weeks has been, especially for me as a football fan. Yeah, it's uh, honestly it's been, it, it's been insane. Brace yourself for yeah. like a sensational Tony Pulis return or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, no, so no, we, we just kind of shrug your shoulders and go. Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. I actually, I've, I've seen the, uh, I just seen a tweet before I come on, um, and uh, obviously that Isco has been touted, and uh, I, I like the songs and stuff. And someone put, uh, "Let's all have a disco, Palmer Ban and Isco," and I think, yeah, if he gets it, that's that's good. We're we're, we're going to get that started at Southampton at home. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Ben, thanks a lot for joining me tonight, man. It's been an no absolute worries. pleasure. See Cheers, you, Mabel's Tavern. See ya. Yeah, I'll see you there, defo. <laughs>